Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, along with Robert Lewis of Inc. Realty, Philip talks about steps for buying a home. When will the housing market cool off in Texas? And Texas is Bitcoin country. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All righty, we back with another episode talking about real estate with Rob. What up, Rob? Going on, sir? Nothing much, man. You have a good. I mean, other than like the Colts losing, how was your uh, how was your weekend? Hey, everything else was 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 grand. Everything else was grand. Glad to hear, man. Glad to hear. Let's roll right into it. So let, let's first just talk about the steps that are involved in buying a home. And and for the listeners, next week we'll talk about the steps in selling a home. But but what are the steps in buying a home? So tee it off. You know, I'm saying, okay, I want to buy a home. Like now, what's the next step? My first question to anybody who asks me, what do I need to do to purchase a home? I'm ready. What am I? What is the first thing I should do? Have Have you gotten your financing in order? Because most people don't have dollars $500,000 in cash to go buy a house. So therefore, they got to talk to somebody to give them that money, whether it be a mortgage broker, lender, online lender, their bank, credit union. Talk to somebody who's going to give you financing uh, and determine what your options are with financing. See if you qualify for any assistance, if that's the alley that you're in. See, you know, would it be more beneficial to do a conventional loan as opposed to FHA? If if you're a veteran or you serve in the armed forces, you know, should you use your VA benefits? Are you looking for housing in the rural market where you could do a USDA loan? You know, there, there's options out there. Uh, regarding the type of financing, and and you need to explore them all, uh, at least whatever options you're, you're you're are available to you. So okay. that's that's number one. How you, one. how are you going to pay for it? Step one, get the money. Next two, what what's your plan? Like what kind of timeline on you are you on? Are you on a strict timeline? Are you are you selling a house to buy another house? Are you in a lease that ends in you know, the next 30, 60, 90 days? Uh, are you staying with family? And there's really no no huge motivation for you to get out right now other than I'm uncomfortable, <laughs> which happens more times than not. But yeah, what, what type of motivation do you have? How fast are you looking to move into your home? All right, establish a timeline. Right, right. Because that goes into how we plan on writing offers. Uh, what a lot of people don't realize is that there's more to an offer than how much am I willing to pay you for your house. And, and the market, the way it is today, we've gotten very creative into helping our buyers stand out without, you know, you know, breaking the bank per se. 
I've seen se- several situations with myself, with other agents within my brokerage where they may not have had the highest offer, but they gave better offer terms or they presented their client as a stronger buyer than somebody else. So for instance, earnest money matters. Your earnest money is how much you put down on the house as a quote unquote deposit. So, you know, more times than not, people are going to put 1% down. Uh, If you put 2% or 3%, that shows you as a stronger buyer, generally speaking. Um, When you look at option periods, and I can go really deep into, you know, strategies, uh, but that would probably take up an episode in itself. Right, right, right. We can do that. Just on 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 the basics, just down payment, how much you're putting down, how much you're doing for earnest money. And then time frame. Some sellers need extra time to move out. So I know I've talked about this in, in other episodes, but you may give them a lease back. So, you know, lots of different strategies to, to help yourself stand out. Um, but like I said, that could be an episode in itself. So getting back with the with the steps after you do your finance and after you figure out what your timeline is, uh, then it's figuring out what type of house you want. Do you want to be in the city? Do you want to be in the suburbs? Do you want a townhome or condo? Do you want single family? Do you want uh, do you want a, a big lot? Do you want a small lot? You know, all those types of things. Do you want two story, one story? Do you need four bedrooms? Are you okay with a two bedroom? Just determining what those, what that criteria is that, that, you, that you need for your home. And then once, once you get your criteria down, then it's actually looking because, you know, there are some houses that may have been built in the 50s, 60s, 70s that may be more expensive than houses built, you know, after 2000. So do you want an older home that's remodeled? Do you want a newer home? All those types of things have to go into play. And then, and then once you find the home, you won't. But once you find it, then it's, then it's down to the negotiations. So that, that that's where the agent steps up and, and does his best work, his or her best work, I should say. Got it, got it. Okay, so then we so then we negotiate the deal we want, and now what? Well, at, at that point in time, you are under contract. So assuming that you have a willing and able buyer, willing and able seller come together, both signing on an agreement, uh, then then it's just what what do they say? Balls to the wall. <laughs> let's get it. Let's get it. To the closing table. <laughs> cool, cool. And, that, and 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 that, and that closing table, and, and so that's that's where you would schedule an appointment at the title company. Correct. That's that's when you get your appointment scheduled at the title company, uh, and it's different in each state. Here in Texas, uh, buyer and seller come separately. Uh, I know in in Indiana, where I'm from, uh, you sit across the table from the seller or the buyer, depending on what side you're on. Uh, And everyone is there together with attorneys if need be or just with title agents. At least that's how it was, I don't know, what, 12 years ago when I was in Indiana doing real estate. It it may have changed since then. And then once everything is signed and you leave the title company, the house is officially yours? After closing and funding. So after everything is signed, uh, the title company has to get funding approval from the lender 
Uh, and once they get funding approval from the lender, they can disperse all the funds. Once those funds, uh, once they have funding approval, that is when it is a done deal. And then they can cut checks to the seller, agents, and anyone else who is a responsible party uh, in the transaction. And Got then it. at that point, you, you get the keys. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's the fun part. Right, right. That that's when it that's when it really hits home. When you walk in that first time and it's yours. No, I love it. I love it. We have a couple more minutes. Let's talk about in the next three, four minutes, what uh uh the the housing uh market. When do you think the housing market is gonna slow down? That is a very interesting question that uh actually got posed to me last night. Um while I was sitting with my comrades watching the, the Colts blunder away another game. <laughs> One of them said that they weren't looking to purchase until the market goes back to normal. So in my mind, I'm like, this is normal. This has been the normal for the past, I'd say, three years. It, it's been a pretty strong seller's market. So for that to change, then there's going to have to be a, a pretty drastic shift in in the economy. And, and, and like I say, real estate is hyper-local. So yes, there could be something nationally that happens that affects the market everywhere. Uh, but when you're talking about real estate, you're really looking at what's happening locally. So as, as long as the North Texas region continues to bring larger corporations with all of their employees searching for housing, which floods our market. This is normal. It is going to be very seller heavy. New construction is is a lot slower now uh, than it was. Uh, They're being very deliberate about how they build homes so they don't overpromise and underdeliver, which they had been doing. Uh, I'd say over the past year or so where you had all these people under contracts, but they didn't have enough material. They didn't have enough labor. There have been shortages, mess ups with deliveries. All of that affects the new construction market, which ultimately will trickle down into the pre-existing homes. So until there is a huge drastic shift uh, in the North Texas economy, um, this is our normal. So uh, don't don't expect to see those prices come down anytime soon. Yes, sir. And I'm and I'm and I'm and I'm pretty and I'm I'm halfway joking, but I'm probably spot on to something in the next fifty years or so. That you know, I, I don't think it's gonna stop either because Texas is the place where everybody in the world wants to be uh, at the current moment, uh, and I would not be shocked if we succeed. Which is a <laughs> Texas is <leaving. laughs> we're about to we 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 about, we we're about to become Bitcoin country or we are Bitcoin country, and so uh, yeah, once we get our own Texas state currency, which is Bitcoin, it's game time, baby. It's game wow, time. you heard it first here, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir. Well, cool. Hey, I appreciate um, the info as usual, and uh, let everybody know they can reach you if they want more information on uh, your services. Best way to reach me is my direct sale, 317-372-3022.
Uh, you can reach me on social media at Rob L. The Realtor, or just shoot me an email, Rob at inkrealtygroup.com. And Ink is spelled with a K. All right, y'all. Y'all enjoy the rest of y'all's week. All right. Make it a great one. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.